Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to The Shit Show. Oh, hi. I'm sorry. I didn't see you there. That's totally awkward random. Kia ora, everybody. Welcome back to another bloody episode of The Shit Show. Nick, how the hell are you? I'm good, Luce. Very excited for today's episode. Same. I feel like it's going to be just short and snappy and, and actually... I'm going to start off with an apology because I got called out quite a few times last week for saying that you look like Mark Zuckerberg mixed with Jesse Eisenberg mixed with a sheep. I got a few messages saying that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't on from you, but um. I know. But look, when when you're siblings and you're on a podcast, you feel like you can say whatever you want, but actually, some people might think that you're a little bitch. But then you remember thousands of people listen to this as well. Yeah. Yes, and we love each and every one of you, and even the ones that emailed me saying that I went too hard on you. No, everyone was actually very, very kind about last week's episode. Also, just a wee mention that it helps us so, so much when you share these episodes with your friends and when you share them on your Instagram stories. That's my favorite way of like watching you guys and how you consume these. Like I love seeing people going for walks in their nice places and like listening to the shit show. I actually saw a TikTok of someone. It was they were listening to Culture Vulture, but they um put it in their TikTok and I just thought, that's fucking cool. I really like getting feedback. If you've ever got any feedback, please let us know. Message us on the shit show Instagram or leave a review. I, I like to hear what we do well and what we do bad. I just want to be the best the best little podcaster. Oh, my God. So cringe. You can give him some feedback about how cringe that was. Aww. No, also, like, Nick, you're really new to this and you're doing very well. So Aww. just, like, creds. You're also doing a fucking good job on the shit show Instagram. Everyone should go over and look at it because it's kind of vibey. Just trying to do my best. Kind of vibe. Qu- uh, ah, okay. That was a great segue because I told Nick before we got on mic that I had a story to tell him for the intro to this podcast. We never usually plan anything. We just see what, what sort of comes out. But <laughs> this, I felt like I had to tell. So today I tweeted something that I thought was a really good tweet. And w- or what it was was music note, quarter vibe, Music note is the new I just lost the game. So quarter vibe is the new I just lost the game. Because you remember that game you play when you're little and you weren't allowed to think of the game and as soon as you thought of the game, yeah. like everyone listening right now just you lost, lost the, the game. game. Yeah. I think it's the same thing with quarter vibe because every time you say quarter vibe in the Willow Smith voice, it just, I, like, no one can get it out of their heads. But then... I was going to say, do you have to say it like that? Yes. You never just go quarter vibe. It's always... I don't actually know the rest of the words. It's just quarter vibe. I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> anyway, someone replied just saying, no, it isn't, you buffoon. <laughs> oh, no. On Twitter. And then I replied to them saying... 
okay, well, tell me that you can get that song out of your head once someone says it. And then they were sort of like, okay, no, I actually can't. So so who's the real buffoon? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I just thought I've told everyone in my flat today and um, they liked that I got called out of a monastery. <laughs> Sometimes I run my mouth too hard. Oh, well, sounds like lockdown's going well for you, Luce. Yeah, look, big stories coming from lockdown up in Auckland. Now, Nick, can you please, before I get into the weirdest thing I saw on the internet this week, can you give us a wee vaccination update for New Zealand? I know there's a big sort of Super Saturday coming up. Yeah, there is. There's a, a vaxathon, but we'll get into that. Um, so as of today, Wednesday the 13th of October, 83% of the eligible population, so that's people over the age of 12, um, have had at least one dose. So that's pretty good. That's really good. I'm Honestly, that's fucking good, everyone. Just make sure you get your second one. But to that 83%, just fucking cup high. Yeah, 59% of the eligible population have had two doses. Oh, sweet. I am now, as of last week, one of those people. So that's very exciting. Yes, I'm about to be double dose too. I'm very excited. You're all booked in. Mm Mm-hmm. Of course. It was the easiest thing I've ever done, I reckon. Oh, same. And I had the nicest, nicest person giving me my vaccination. His name was Calvin. And I walked in and I was like, and how are you, Calvin? He was like, oh my God, thank you for asking. Like, I'm actually really good. I've had really nice people today. I didn't even feel it when I got given it. Like, it was just like, and I thought it was done. I know, no, no, you guys can't see the action I'm doing. I'm doing the little squishy... Like a like, like a, a syringe, like an injection, um, like you'd expect. Yeah, but no, it was it was really nice, really vibey. There was a neighbourhood cat outside, so we just we caught a vibe. Oh, no. Caught a vibe, not the virus. No. Okay, right. <laughs> I got a well. When you're not going to do that thing where I tell you to laugh no. and then Ruby leaves it. I'm smiling, <laughs> but. Sweet. I got a free um, yes. I got a free coffee and bacon and egg sandwich with mine. Did you? Yeah, on the way to work. Oh, it was so good. That's Blenheim for you, eh? Little rural sort of New Zealand. Shout out to the shout out to our health board. Yeah. So a total of five million nine hundred and seventy five thousand two hundred and seventy three doses have been delivered into people's arms. Great read of that big number, by the way. Thank you. I was panicking a little bit when I saw it. So there's a vaxathon on TV on Saturday, or yes, it's a play on the <laughs> word of telethon. And Lucy, you're probably a little nice. bit. Well, I mean, we're probably a little bit young to remember the heydays of, of telethons, but um, it's like that, but a, um, a vaccination-themed telethon, I guess. Okay. Trying to see how many people they can, they can get vaxxed in the, in the time between, I think it's 6 and 12, on Saturday. Oh. Okay, well, everyone... Go be part of Super Saturday. Get vaxxed. And, and we, can all, we can all get back to normal. Yeah. Vaxxed and relaxed. Speaking of vaccines, my first uh, news story is about vaccines. But first, Lucy, what was the weirdest thing you saw on the internet this week? Okay, so this ties for sort of weirdest and hottest thing I saw on the internet this week. Um, did you see, I mean, if you're subscribed to the newsletter, you would have seen it. But the photo of Timothy Chalamet dressed up as Willy Wonka. I did see that. Oh my gosh. And I saw it I saw it in the newsletter. Yeah. Well this made the internet like a little bit crazy this week. Just because, first of all, it made me cry because I didn't actually know that there was a prequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory being filmed, like a young Wonka. And then of course it's Timothy Chalamet because he looks like the Johnny Depp Wonka but less creepy. Okay. So 
<laughs> uh, sorry, I was just thinking of the um, the tunnel in the the Willy Wonka oh, movie. And like so the conspiracy theories. I was a little bit theories. distracted by how scary it was. Yeah, the conspiracy theories about how like they planned for the children to die because there was only a set number of seats in that little um, boat that goes down the Chocolate River. Oh. So a kid had to die for all of the kids to be able to fit the remaining kids to be to fit on the boat. It wasn't like a bus where some people can stand up. No, 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 Nick. It was a gondola. Was oh. it a gondola? I don't know. Anyway, Timothy Chalamet is playing young Wonka and he looks really hot, but it's sort of jarring because old Willy Wonka's kind of creepy. And that was the weirdest thing I saw on the internet this week. Nick, let's get into the first news story. Right. So, Texas, our favourite state. Sarcasm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh their governor has banned all COVID-19 vaccine mandates, including by private businesses. So, the governor, Greg Abbott, issued an executive order on Monday to ban anyone, even private businesses, from enforcing a COVID-19 vaccine mandate on workers. And he called on state lawmakers to pass a similar ban into law. So, it's a little bit wordy, but the order says, no entity in Texas can compel receipt of a COVID-19 vaccine by any individual, including an employee or a consumer, who objects to such vaccination for any reason of personal conscience based on a religious belief or medicinal reasons, including prior recovery from COVID-19. So he's basically just being like, you don't have to get vaccinated and no one can ask you if you've been vaccinated. Exactly. Like a business or a restaurant can't restrict you entry. He's the worst. Um, Governor Abbott, Greg... He's Abbott? he's not he's not a cool guy. He's a opinion. bit of an asshole. Yes. <laughs> so this comes along uh, just as the Biden administration is about to issue rules requiring businesses that over that have over one hundred workers ensure their employees are either vaccinated or tested weekly. Okay. Um, and a few of the big dogs like American and Southwest Airlines um, that are based in Texas have said that they're going to be following those rules. Doesn't matter what. Griggy boy has to say um, I just think it's kind of weird for famous Texas no government state to be interfering like this but it's the classic it's fine if it suits me hypocrisy yeah yeah so so can um, they so can businesses themselves choose to put in a mandate or no uh, well no that's that's the rule no that's the whole point isn't it fucking hell but I mean American and Southwest have same bollocks to that and doing it anyway oh god God. Well, honestly, Nick, speaking of Texas, my first story is also about Texas. So do you remember, I've written about it quite a few times, Texas brought in that awful, awful, one of the worst abortion laws I've actually seen in my time sort of in the media. It's called the Heartbeat Act, and it prohibits abortions after six weeks. Now, that's before most people even realize or know that they're pregnant. The thing that was fucked up with this law as well was that it it had this because a part of it was that they set like a ten thousand dollar bounty. So if if you knew someone that helped someone get an abortion, you could dob in the person that helped the person get an abortion and be paid ten thousand dollars. So like if your Uber if you knew an Uber driver that drove someone to get an abortion, you could dob them in for aiding or abetting it and get paid like it put money on the line to be like, if you dob in someone that helped someone to get an abortion, you are gonna get paid and and it's just the most fucked up law in the world. And that's a lot of money as well. That's not even like we'll slip you a twenty if you let us know. That's like No. That's incentivizing 
like telling, dobbing in people that are helping people get abortions. So that law, so fucked up, really challenging Roe v. Wade, which is the Supreme Court um, ruling that said that, you know, people that want abortions should be allowed to choose. Um, so it threw all of that into into whack and everyone hates it. So many people that are pregnant are forced to go out of state. It's just, it's really awful. It, do, it doesn't mean that abortions won't happen. It means that safe ones won't happen. So on the back of this, um, the Department of Justice sued the state of Texas for this um, fucked up law. And then the bill was put on hold. So they weren't allowed to enforce it. That lasted for about two days before the U.S. Court of Appeals reinstated the law, saying that, no, actually, this law we are going to enforce now. And and, and it's just like watching a, a tennis match, Nick. It's like, okay, we hate this law. Okay, the law's banned. Two days later, no, the law's back. Like, the U.S. is so fucked. It's a pretty horrific tennis match. Oh, it's... Horrible, and, and it's just, yeah, I don't know. If you want to read up on um, the Texas abortion laws, you really should. We have um, a few posts about it on shit you should care about. Also, just honestly, if you type in Texas abortion, you'll be able to read some. It's pretty horrific stuff, but it's also actually The Daily. The Daily have a really good episode all about it. Um, I would encourage you to look into it because, honestly, it's people hate making comparisons to The Handmaid's Tale, but that's like the most kind of accurate comparison for the scenario I can make. Anyway, Nick, please tell me you might have some good-ish news. Oh, yeah, man, Texas really had a week, didn't they? Um, Fuck yeah. Yeah, so we're going over the ditch now and going to France. Okay. Um, I like France. I've been a big Tour de France watcher in my time. Yeah, Nick loves the Tour de France, which we've spoken about before, because... He loved that, and I love One Direction, but only one of us got shit on for it. Um, no, but Nick has also, he loves wine. He works in the wine industry. He's been to France a lot. You've actually, no, how many times have you been to France? Once. Twice. He's been to France a few times. He's watched the Tour de France a few times. What are the French doing now? They are going to ban plastic packaging for most, most fruit and vegetables from January 2022. We stand. Yeah, we stand. Now, the thing is, when you say most... Do you know the ones that um, aren't banned from packaging or whatever the way I'm meant to say that is? Yeah, so typical France, they aren't making things easy. Um, They've released a list of about 30 fruits and vegetables that will have to be sold without plastic packaging. What are these vegetables, you've asked me? Well, I don't have all day, so I'm not going to read the whole list, but the usual (laughs) suspects are there. Apples, bananas and oranges. Um, Luce, I don't know about you, but I've never had any of these wrapped in plastic. No! No! They've got their own case built in. Um, <laughs> they do. It's called the peel. <laughs> yeah, as well as leeks, aubergines, and round tomatoes. So they are the ones that don't have to have packaging, that aren't allowed packaging anymore? Yeah, from January 1st. So they okay. they aren't allowed to be sold. They'll be naked. Packaging. They will be naked. Yeah. Um, what about peaches, cherry tomatoes, and green beans, Nick, you may be asking? I did ask in the I beginning. I can hear you all <laughs> ask. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, they've got until June of 2023 to get rid of plastic, and raspberries, strawberries, and all those other berries have until 2026 to get all their shit together. That is so funny, putting them on, like, a roadmap to being plastic-free. Well, I suppose cherry tomatoes are in those little punnets. I mean, true, but you could have, I don't know, a paper bag or something. But look, they just don't want to go cold turkey, do they, straight away? 
Hey, look, it's a it's a really good start. Yes. I mean, we've got our plastic bag ban here in New Zealand. I think this is the future. I think France are, France are doing something pretty good here. I'd yeah. be pretty happy to receive my apples and oranges in a cardboard box instead of a plastic wrap. No, it's 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 great. It's great for the environment. We're here for any positive moves by the environment. I mean, for the environment. So, Lisa, you've got an update on one of our stories from a few weeks ago, the Gabby Petito story. Uh, what are the updates on that? Yes. This is just a quick update. So this morning, um, the coroner who was looking at Gabby Petito's body did say that he could tell that it was that she was killed by strangulation. Um, he called it a homicide. And he also said that he estimates that the body was found about three to four weeks after Gabby was actually killed. So that, that just about lines up with the theory, right? Yeah. I mean... The parents did say, and we actually spoke about Gabby quite in depth and also missing white woman syndrome and um, the way that this has really taken off on social media as well, but that's all in um, a previous episode. What we spoke about in that episode, though, was that she was sending um, messages to her family and her family felt like they weren't from her and this sort of you know backs up that claim by her family because... She was dead for a while longer than I think people assumed. Right. Um, Do you know if they've found Brian yet? At the time of recording, they haven't, and I can just assume they're looking very hard. So that's an update on Gabby Petito, and that's also our very mixed bag of, not plastic bag though, of um, news stories this week. But Nick... There must be a positive. There must be a positive end to all of this. Yes, I've got our good news story. And by crikey, is, is it good news or what? I honestly, I live for the good news story at the end of the pods. We've got another animal-themed good news story. Aww. Everyone loves when an animal does well. So, wildlife officials in Colorado say an elusive elk that has wandered the hills with a car tire around its neck for at least two years has been freed. Oh, man! Have you have you ever picked up a car tire, Lucy? Um. Yes, I did a boot camp with Dad once, and Dad threw his shoulder out because we had to push tires across the beach. <laughs> yeah, so they're they're pretty heavy, right? <laughs> yeah, they're fucking he heavy. Well, Dad threw his shoulder out. No, but he threw it out like trying to be a hero and help this woman that was struggling, and then he fucking threw his shoulder out. That's quite funny. Yeah. So they're quite heavy, and I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want one around my neck for no for two years. Um, so the. The elk was spotted near Pine Junction in Colorado, and it was tranquilized. Uh, and it was the fourth go the wildlife officers had in the past week to try and save the elk. So the park rangers had to cut off the elk's antlers to remove the tire because they couldn't slice through the steel in the bead of the tire. Oh, oh so he had the whole tire. Oh, yeah, it was around his neck like a necklace. Oh, my God, no. Okay, I thought that it didn't have any metal on it. I thought it was just like the rubber. No, no, it was like you could whip it off and... Pop it back on a car and drive away. Oh my god! Aww. I assume they didn't do that, um, but I did a bit of research and elks grow back their antlers. Oh, okay, so good. Next year he'll be he'll be back to normal. He'll be good to go. But yeah, apparently Aww. he was in really good neck after that. Like he was in like that. You would have thought that having a tire around your neck would you know fuck it up a little bit, but no. Apparently it says it says here that it was the hair was rubbed off a little bit. There was one small open wound about the size of a coin. But other than that, it looked really good. Oh, that's really good. That is it. Why does that seem like such a cute news story? I think any time animals are sort of like their lives are bettered, like it's just it's a win for humanity. Yeah, but also humanity invented the tire that got ended up around. Yeah, neck, so. so honestly, fuck us. Also, like the dinosaurs should still be here. <laughs> okay, right. 
Yeah, I'm not sure if humans had much to do about that. Okay, Lucy knows nothing. <laughs> oh, God, Nick, do you have a comment of the week? Lucy, I do have a comment of the week. It was actually on the post of Tim- Timothy Chalamet being Willy Wonka. Um, this is from Josh Merkel 1. It says, reminder that, in capitals, Dr. Fauci and Bill Gates are your overlords and you must obey them and they never question their authority and that they care about your health and well-being. That's so... I saw that. So I'm pretty sure that was a bot, but I don't know. I still found it kind of funny. I'm not sure if that's what you're going for with Comment of the Week, but I liked it. I No, I, I love Comment on the Week because it's just a real mixed bag. Also, if you want to know the truth behind Instagram bots, we did a really fun episode of Extremely Online all about them last Friday. So you should go and watch that. It's fucking funny. Um, Nick, my Comment of the Week. Oh, actually, I don't have a Comment of the Week. It's more like an, an Instagram post of the week, which is just me patting myself on the back. It definitely wasn't my tweet about cut up a ham because oh, I was told I was a buffoon. No, actually, can I change mine? That's my favorite comment of the week: calling you a buffoon. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. Nah, this. So this post it was um from an article I read in Pedestrian, uh, an Aussie online magazine, I think, and it was about how this person. When they were working from home, their boss made them leave their camera on all day. Oh, yeah. That's so bad. And then it's not even a comment of the week. It's like DMs of the week of all these people telling me their worst work from home sort of stories with their companies. And I'm going to round them all up and put them into another post because everyone, like, was sort of outraged. Yeah. No, I was going to say you should make that a post, but obviously you've uh, you've already thought of that. So I know. Look, I've been in the game a wee while, but no, I will definitely make it into a post because like people were saying that they started their job in March and then their boss wanted to stay on Zoom all day, so they only made it till August or like I don't know. It's just for privacy. That actually seems not all good. Apparently, there's an app or a software called Sneak where they can like watch you. I haven't looked into it. Also, I know they can track your like. Um, mouse pad and track pads and stuff to see that you're online. It's all just fucked. I heard a story about someone tying their mouse to a desk fan, and then so it looks like the mouse is moving, uh, and then going out. Oh my god! Then going out for beers with your mates. So I love it. it's like more innovation in making sure it looks like you're working than actually working. But also, like you're gonna work better if you know your boss trusts you. So by them watching you, it's just gonna make you resent them. I don't know. Fuck that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm, I wouldn't be too happy with that. Well, me and you have been on Zoom um, this whole time, just so I can make sure you're doing the podcast with me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My my boss is watching me. <laughs> Actually, I don't like that. I'm not calling you my boss. Oh, well, you just did. And who pays your bills? Uh, Ruby, delete that. Ruby, delete it. <laughs> But, Nick, I actually think, I mean, we promised a short and snappy episode. I think it might have been one. Mm, well, I think it was a bloody good episode, if you ask me. Yeah, me too. And if you thought that, please give us a rating, a review, share it with your mates, come subscribe to the newsletter, go follow Nick on the shit show, underscore, 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 underscore. There's a lot of them. You'll find it. Come find us on shit you should care about. And, Nick, have you got anything else to say to the people? Um, Yeah, go get vaxxed. On Saturday? Yes. Get those numbers up. You've got to pump those numbers up. Good work. So that I can get out of lockdown and me and Nick can actually sit in the same room and record a podcast together. Oh, the dream. Honestly, the dream. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We bloody love you and we'll be in your ears next week. See you later.
episode. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style. 